Hey, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber. Collectively, we are Brown Brown Girl Girl Alchemy. Alchemy. A mother-daughter unit using our personal journey and growth within our blackness, womanhood, and lives in general to motivate, activate, revolutionize, inspire, uplift, and heal. We hope to navigate through the seasons with you as we alchemize authentically into the best versions of ourselves. We are our sister's keepers, and this is Brown Girl Alchemizing. Nelly. Amber, it is February 1st, and it is our first official Brown Girl Alchemy podcast. How do you feel? First of all, let them know who we is. Let them know who we is, because we is in this bitch. Well, low-key, I'm like Beyonce, and you're like... (laughs) We're not about to do this right now, because you are Miss Tina, and I'm going to need you to have a seat, Miss Tina. All right, all right, we won't go there. So, um, I'm Janelle. And I'm Amber, and together we are Brown Girl Girl Alchemy. Alchemy. Ooh, I like the way that that sounds. Me too. We did that intro in one try, so. That was fabulous. Fab. But you know, I'm like an R&B studio girl. You are. A fun fact, she is a 90s R&B diva. You know, I used to be in the studio, hitting some notes. (laughs) Yup, yup. So, rituals have always been something that were a part of our existence as far as our mother and daughter relationship. But the only difference is when we were doing these things consistently, we didn't realize that we were actually doing a ritual. We didn't really have a name for it. We just had certain things that we did. I remember being young and going to great grandma's house and having Sunday dinner with the whole family, setting the table. Like it was an episode of soul food, basically. Absolutely. That's our extended family with grandma and our uncles, but we had our own rituals, correct? Yeah. So I remember um, I had Amber when I was 21, so I was a young mother, but um, we would do this thing where I got paid every week and every payday was- First of all, every Friday. Yeah, every Friday was Just got paid, Friday night, parties jumping. I would pick Amber up from, you know, daycare or school, and we would head to the mall, and her favorite store was the Disney store, of course. Naturally. And she'd get whatever she wanted in the Disney store, and then we'd head over to eat. And I think at that time, it was probably Fridays. It was Fridays. Friday dinner at Fridays, and then we kind of, like, do our... Through your growth, like financially, spiritually, emotionally, we kind of just leveled up. So we went from Fridays to the Cheesecake Factory, and then we went from the Cheesecake Factory to Houston's, and then we went from Houston's to like Tao and Budokan. Right. And (laughs) and we started um, very early on our tradition of taking a mother-daughter trip. Yeah, every year. So it probably started when I believe you were five. That was probably around the first time that I could actually afford to do this. Right. And it started um, at Disney. Yeah, I right? remember. <laughs> and then um, we did Disney a couple times, and then it graduated. And yeah. then we started the Miami mommy-daughter Where trip. Where did that come from? I remember at the time when we were doing Miami, mm-hmm. you took me, but you had been going to Miami by, by yourself. Myself. So was that your version of self-care then, but you didn't know it? No, I knew it. Okay. I knew it. Um, if you recall, 
I had gone back to school. Right. And it was a bit overwhelming being a single mom, going to school, you know, working full time. But I was making a decent amount of money. So I did, and it was an intention. I said it. I knew what I was doing. It was like, I need to take a vacation by myself. It wasn't an extravagant. I wasn't doing Aspen or, you know, the south of France. But um, Miami was um, safe for me, and it was a beautiful place. It was a three-hour flight. It was somewhere I could go for a long three-day, four-day weekend and just unwind. And I wasn't partying. And you could be alone by yourself on the beach. Absolutely. And and planning the trip in itself was a ritual because I remember I would go to Barnes & Nobles. Do you remember? (laughs) Our favorite place. Yes. And I would pick out um, my magazines and I would pick out my books because that's what I would do the whole time. Read. Yeah, but read for enjoyment. I wasn't reading, you know, I... Lockdown school. I didn't want to have anything to do with schoolwork. So I would just get my books for enjoyment and I would literally lay by the pool or lay by the, the beach and just read and have my pina colada. And I would go Question. to dinner by myself. Yes. Were you reading Zane books on the beach? Um, Or were you reading True to the Game? No, you know what? I was over that. <laughs> At that point. Oh, you had evolved. I had evolved. I was over that. So I was probably on my, you know, my black whatever yeah black power black whatever mm-hmm. i was always into some self-help black woman empowerment thing so it might have been um that but i went strong i'm not playing out the <laughs> no the black hood novels because no. you know i had boxes i know them. and you were like yo am you got to read this yeah. and it was always yeah. the same story it was. but it was it so was. good yeah like the you know neighborhood girl falls for the d boy yep. and it's like they live happily ever happily after. ever after or not. she gets she yeah. gets into something right right anyways he gets killed he goes to jail one of them or she goes to jail for him yeah that would never happen ever so um back to rituals so yeah i guess i knew back then you know that, that was my ritual. That was my way of taking care of myself. I've always known that I'm a person that needs time to myself right. to recharge. And that's what I would call it. I would be like, I need to recharge. I just need a minute to myself. So um, it started with me, and then I passed it on to you. So we have our little rituals that we do together. Right. So we figured that being that rituals are such a huge part of our everyday life, with this new podcast on this new year, on the first day of Black History Month, why not start a ritual with you guys? I just had my fist up. <laughs> Maybe we should set an intention? Absolutely. Okay, so we have this candle lit. and We we're... have candle and we have oil lit, actually. Oh, fancy. Yes. Okay. So we're lighting this candle and we're burning this oil to align ourselves with spirit in a way that allows us to share our energy and connect with our sisters through love and likeness. Because that's literally what brown girl alchemy is. That is exactly what we embody. And it's not also just be mindful, guys, that brown girl alchemy is a name and it's a brand, but it's who we are. Right. It's, you know, it's, we. This is how we resonate. This is how we resonate with each other individually and 
the conversation that we're having now is the same conversation right. we'd have when I'm laying in my mom's bed on, Absolutely. you know, this is all authentic. This isn't contrived. This isn't something we said, let's, let's, you know, come up with this gimmick and uh, share it with the world. It's like more, let's share our growth, our healing, our love, our connectiveness with our sisters. Right. So we're, we're lighting this frankincense oil, which is, it's great for us, especially this first episode, because it connects to spiritual consciousness and also auric fills. And I hope that as we talk and, you know, we lift these vibrations, it resonates with you guys. Um, frankincense is also for purifying the body and the soul, because we're trying to give y'all that good old soul food. Mm-hmm. I'm talking mac and cheese and yam Yams, juice. Gravy. Neck bones and beans. <laughs> Collard greens. Okay. Banana pudding, sweet sweet potato potato pie. pie. Yes. (laughs) Stop, I'm hungry. Okay. But I learned that some religions, for some religions, it's actually an anointing oil, and it's also used in spiritual practices. And then we have the La Madama blessed candle. The Madamas were healers and conjure women, midwives and herbalists. It's really representative of the mammies or the house servants servants and slaves who cared for the family. And we know, Amber, (laughs) we know how your mama resonates with that right there. Yes, because you are literally a mother, a nurturer, a lover, a caregiver. Not always to my benefit, but it's okay. But that's just who you are. Exactly. And... We're lighting this in honor of our ancestors who have made immense sacrifices for us to even be able to connect with me and you. Yes. The fact that we are able to be together. Right. And also the fact that us two are able to be together and share our light and share our perspective with you guys, you beautiful humans that are listening. And with that said, this one quote that has been resonating with me for all week long, I've been hearing it through um, different podcasts, and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. But the work has already been done for you. So what that means is the work has been done. Our ancestors, whether it's your grandmother, your, your great-grandmother, your great-aunt, they did this work so that we are able to be here right now. Right. And we have this light to shine. The work, that hard work, that field work, yeah, that a- has been done for us. Absolutely. Be grateful, be humbled, and just be in gratitude in every moment. Absolutely. So we're praying and setting these intentions with Lama Dama to bring good fortune and prosperity in our career, our goals, our dreams, but also in our home. You know how home is so sacred to us. It's our sacred space. Yes. Yes. And if I could um, wish anything for anyone, it would be peace. Yes. Peace. There's nothing like peace, right? No, I can't think of anything like peace, actually. No, there's nothing like it. Peace within yourself. Back to Lama Dama. I just want y'all to know that this was pretty intentional. Like, I went to the Botanica with my boyfriend in Newark, New Jersey, and I went in, I'm like, okay, I really want to get a candle for this podcast just to put out some good energy, and the woman... The priestess guided me to Lama Dama, and she dressed this candle herself, 
And if you don't know what that means, when someone dresses a candle, that means that they're anointing it or setting intentions with it, whether it be with oils or herbs and flowers. In our case, it's sunflowers, it's purple glitter, it's beautiful. And the flame was pretty high a few minutes ago. Well, yeah, actually it was on <laughs> fire. Yeah, we, we low-key had a fire, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> For you guys that are listening, set an intention with us. Take a moment to think about it is, think about what it is that you're seeking to gain from our community and what you're seeking to gain by being in tune with yourself. Give thanks to the universe. Give thanks to your spirit guides. Give thanks to your ancestors of the highest light and those that have your best interest. Ooh, I'm hype. I'm Are hype. You? Yeah, Are you? I'm okay. really hype. I, I don't know if y'all can hear. Up. We're getting warmed up. You know, we're trying to get comfortable with the mic situation. We're trying to find our groove. My butt hurts because I really want to, you know, I want to get up. I want to twerk right now. Go, 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 go. From the north to the mall. 500 cages to host. I know. <laughs> Let's just, yeah. Okay, I'm going to calm it down. Let's talk about the Lunaverse. This is your thing, because you are like Miss Astronomy. Like, she just took my stuff and ran with it, okay? <laughs> so, Miss Amber, I want to hear about what's going on with the Lunaverse and this super blue blood moon eclipse. That's a lot of words. Super blue, blue blood, blood moon eclipse. eclipse. Talk to me. First of all, we're being guided by some very powerful celestial energy right now, because... This super blue blood moon eclipse we got going on, mm -hmm. it's actually the first time it's happened in 150 years in the U.S. 150 years. One, five, zero. That sounds pretty special. You know what? I also should look up numerology for 150. Okay. Well, I'll take a note to do that. Continue. <laughs> but also, the moon is in Leo, which is a fire sign like me. I'm a very fiery Ooh, Sagittarius. If you know about, if you know any Leos, if you're a Leo, you are probably pretty creative. And this Leo moon is associated with expression and creativity and fertility, actually. Ooh. So... Whether you are trying to have a baby or whether you're, you're like me. You're trying to birth an idea, maybe. Exactly. And us together, we're giving birth to this podcast. Absolutely. But also, let it be known that this is February 1st. So, this is the first day. The first official day of Black History Month. Although, Amber can attest to this. In this house, it's wherever every this house day. is, whatever this address <laughs> is, wherever we are living, Black History is not a month. It is a day, and it is every single day. Every single day, every single minute, every single hour, we're just we basking living, in blackness. We are thriving. We are striving. We are what? Black excellence, Ooh. opulence, and decadence. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> so we hear alchemy brown girl alchemy brown girl alchemy amazing name like not to pat us on the back but you came up with this name this is called road to alchemy so let's maybe preface our origin where this idea came from and what is alchemy okay so let's first talk about alchemy 
You know how some words are just pretty words, like yes. beautiful words? I love this word. It resonates with me so deep. And let's talk about, because this is like a magical thing. It is. So synchronicity, okay? If people don't know what that is, it's when you have a certain thought pattern or mindset and the universe becomes in tune with that and you attract like-minded things or like-minded people. Or it's the exact same thing that you were thinking about. Right. So I was on my reading journey and I don't recall what I was reading, but what happens with me is I kind of am in tuned with what's what's going on. I listen and I look for signs and that's a part of being enlightened because I know that the universe always wants my best interest, always has my best interest in heart, and I follow and look for signs. So for me, sometimes when I'm like, well, what do I want to read next or what do I want to learn next? I kind of look for something to come to me. So that's what happened. Yeah. I started reading a book, and I'm not saying I invented the word. Clearly, I didn't. Right. But we hadn't, this was a few years ago. No Nobody one was, was saying talking about alchemy. alchemy. It wasn't on social media. Jay-Z didn't have his song out yet. Nope. No one was talking about it. And quite frankly, I might have heard about it roughly in something, but it wasn't, it didn't no. resonate with me. It wasn't a part of my vocabulary. Personally, the only time I heard alchemy was in referring to The Alchemist, the book. Right. That was the first time and I think the only time I really right. heard about alchemy. And that wasn't even... Um, that wasn't even that had yeah, that book had it wasn't even come related. Into play yeah. <laughs> so uh, I was reading a book and it was talking about alchemy, and then I'm looking for another book and this book pops up in my feed and I'm like, this clearly is a message. Let me buy this book because I wasn't even looking in this genre and I start reading this book and it alchemy pops up again and I'm like, wait a minute, what's going on? And it happens again and again. And I'm like, this thing alchemy, like this is clearly some type of message. So then I got into my whole Egyptian mysticism thing. That and was you when... wouldn't even believe the magic that was happening with that. Yeah. That's a whole nother episode yeah. we'll get on. But um so alchemy kind of became my thing, my word. And I remember I was online because I was in my, so I go I go back and forth with silver and gold. Mm -hmm. So I was in my really strong silver stage at that point. But it's so rare because you're usually a gold person, but you were in that silver Oh, phase I was heavy, heavy with it. Yeah, like the, yeah, crazy. But um, I saw, I'm online looking for, you know, a piece of jewelry. And how random is it that you see a necklace a nameplate and it said alchemy and I'm like what the so I buy the necklace and which was so pretty by the way it said alchemy and it was in cursive and yeah, pretty dainty and delicate it. it's definitely in your jewelry somewhere yeah I have to find it fast forward so I'm just like alchemy I'm playing with it I'm an alchemist I'm assuming and my Egyptian goddesses and gods were trying to get in contact with me and you were on your own little thing, right. right? Yeah, I was in school and I was transitioning out. I went to school for fashion merchandising, um, you know, was interning. But throughout my whole time when I was in high school and in college, I was a fashion blogger. And it wasn't really like a style blog. It was more so connecting the dots in fashion. Like I remember doing a piece and connecting Chanel 
I don't know, Chanel Resort to Aladdin Mm -hmm. and connecting uh, Blue Marine Furs to my love for hip hop. Right. So my my perspective was a little bit more different. And as I grew, as you were sharing these things with me and your experiences, I became more in tune with myself and more enlightened. And I I just started my own spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first book that I read actually was Ask and It Is Given. Mm-hmm. So after reading that book, and then I read The Alchemist, and there were a few other authors and books that I visited mm-hmm. that resonated with me and my journey. And fashion kind of took the back burner and I was more so into who am I as a person? What is my soul? Like I love clothes, I love shoes, I love jewelry. More so I just I love jewelry. I love fashion, but I really really love jewelry. What? Because the reason why you were in this space, I think for me, anything that I learned, I would immediately share it with you. Yeah. And I would always tell you, like, okay, it took me 40 years to get here. Let's try to get you here. Earlier. 20 years yeah. less. So I wanted to share these lessons with you and these experiences in hopes that you would find a piece that I'm still seeking much earlier. Right. And I, I, I appreciate that so much. And I know that when I have children, I'm going to carry on that tradition, that Absolutely. ritual. So my blog was Vintage D's, and I was thinking, you know what? That name just doesn't, I don't know. It's not hitting for me anymore. I really want to do something new. I'm about to graduate college, and I'm on this whole nother journey. So I was thinking of names. I really wanted to rebrand my site and redevelop it and rebrand myself because, you know, as time changes, people change. And I was evolving, and I wanted my work, and I wanted my expressions to be a direct reflection of who I am at that moment. So I was thinking of these different names and I, because I really wanted it to be fashion and spirituality, just those two things, style and, you know, how style affects my soul, how my soul is affected by style. <laughs> so deep, <DPM. laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but, you know, then I came to you and I think I had the name like Amber's Map to the Universe, Amber's Guide to the Universe or something, right. something along those lines. And I was asking you, Mom what like what should i name this blog right and then you i immediately without a thought because that happens with me things just pop in my head and it's not a coincidence it's spirit i immediately said brown girl alchemy exactly but also when i was going to rebrand this site i had the idea of fashion but i wanted my mom to have her own she's my spirit guide and Partially why we do this is for me to share her with you guys because I feel like, I mean, even some of my friends, they don't have the best relationships with their moms. And I've been blessed to have a really great relationship with her and it be very transparent and open and honest and loving. And I know that a lot of people lack that. So this is also an outlet for, you know. Absolutely. And um, I think part of the reason why we have such an amazing relationship by the way, which is not perfect, but we have learned the tools to navigate through this relationship. Absolutely. And I think the reason why our relationship is the way it is, is because I had a very, this is a strong word, but I had a very traumatic relationship with my mom and it's still has its ups and downs, 
but a lot of the healing that I did from that relationship came through our relationship. Right. So when we talk about Brown Girl Alchemy, when we came, when you came up with the name Brown Girl Alchemy, it was your thing. At yeah, that point, it, it was totally going yeah. to be my site, my thing. And you and asked me, can you drop some spiritual gems? Like, yeah, like a have little, a little column right. kind of thing, like Nelly's Corner, Nelly's right. Gem, something along those lines. And then after a while, I thought about it, and I was like, why don't we just do this thing together? Right. And then the rest is history because it really, it, it just became its own thing. Yeah. We need to tell them how... When we was in 125th Street about seven years ago, what happened? Okay, so Mama likes to get her readings. I'm all into the mystics. And um, we went to 125th Street. This was like seven, eight years ago, by the way. Yes, I had some issues going on. I needed a little guidance. And um, there was someone that I trusted very much and who always had the right advice for me. And it always came from spirit in a good place. So we went and um, she talked to me about whatever it is that she needed to tell me. And then she said that you and your daughter are going to have some type of business together. And I think she said it will be guided. It it will be uh, spiritually guided. Wow. Right? Yeah. And wow, she did say that. Yeah, and we're like spiritual because at the time you were just like a yeah. freshman, a sophomore in high school. I mean, I'm sorry, in college, and I was blogging about you know, yeah, whoever entertainment blogging, and I was like, uh, okay, you know, it sounds good. It, yeah, okay, that's something to look forward to. But there was no vision there. We were clueless. We had no idea, and we never really thought about it. Never either. thought it's about it. It's not like we. It's not like she told us this thing and we were like, okay, let's go home. Let's go to the drawing board. Yeah. What are we going to do together? We need to make something happen. Yeah. We kind of just went back to our lives and, and it forgot about it actually on its own and in its own authentic space in divine time. Right? Yeah, it did. Okay. Back to alchemy. Cause I don't think we, did we discuss, we discussed how it came to play into my life. But I want to talk about what it is. Yeah. So it actually is a legit science. It's the forerunner of chemistry. So before chemistry, there was alchemy. And what alchemy is, it's based on the transformation of matter. (laughs) I sound like a science teacher. Matter. Matter. Specifically, it's the attempt to convert base metals like iron into gold. Can you imagine someone turning iron? That would be me. That would be my black ass. Me too. And... (laughs) Yo, every time I also hear about people talk about Jesus, I just wish he turned more things into gold because he was an alchemist. alchemist. Jesus was an alchemist. But I just would have wished that he turned something into gold because that's the story that I would have stuck with and ran with. That would have resonated with you the most. For sure. Yes. And then turned it into jewelry. And then he was handing out Mardi Gras beads, gold Mardi Gras beads. We're just going to switch this all around. I know. (laughs) Sorry, Jesus. So, no need to be sorry. He knows our heart. So. Alchemy is synonymous with words like magic, sorcery, witchcraft. Mm. Some of those words might have a negative connotation to some people, but when you live in the light and you know that you only reflect light, it, it it's not bothersome. Like, 
I get called a witch all the time, and I'm like, thank you. Hello. Yes, because I do that magic, girl. Yeah. Okay. You are magic. We are magic. We all are. When we're talking about we are magic, that's kind of what black girl magic is. Yes. Yes. Black girl magic is the inevitable magic that we have as black women. And I think that, you know, people hear brown girl alchemy and then they're like, oh, well, black girl magic? No, it's, it's not actually the not thing. the same thing. It's not because the same thing. Not everyone knows that they have magic. Exactly. There are some brown girls, some beautiful brown girls in here that are walking in the dark. They're not in the light. They have not seen the light. Right. We all have magic. Right. So alchemy is the process of transforming, creating, or comb combination. So alchemy is coming into your magic. It coming. is transforming your spirit, transforming your soul, transforming your life. And the first step to that, what would you think? I would say acknowledgement, acknowledging that you have that magic. It. Absolutely. It's a knowing. And that begins with what, Amber? Self-love. Self right? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, I'm like... I'm... It, it sounds like, ooh, they have the answers. Let me tell you, this self-love thing, this is a work in progress. It's an ever-evolving yes. process. I am on this journey. Amber's on this journey. And we're going to all be on this journey together. And yeah. we're going we're gonna to get through this. We're going to get there. We're getting there. This is like first steps. Yes. First steps. First steps. We're in agreement that life is more than what we see on the surface, correct? Yes. I like to say I, I dive deeper. That might just be a Sag thing because we're the philosophers of the Zodiac. We kind of like dive deep into things. And even you have to tell me, especially when I'm doing my art, I'm really, I'm highly conceptual. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I know you're trying to be like all deep and shit, but. Like take it down a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Calm it down. Not everything needs to be symbolic, <laughs> right. but I can't help it. I no, just want to know. know. I just want to know everything. I know. And I, I feel the same way, like this learning thing. Like I want to know, I want the key to every room. <laughs> Hello? There, let there be no treasure box unopened. No. I was on the subway reading this Kindle. By the way, I want to thank you <laughs> for putting me onto the Kindle. <laughs> wait, wait, let me just tell them this, okay? My beautiful daughter still lives at home with us and we don't want her to go. But I had to tell her, listen, <laughs> until you get your own place, don't you bring another goddamn book in this house, okay? I have so many books and magazines, and even we were living in an apartment before, and now we're living in a house. But when we lived in an apartment, I had a whole wall stacked up to, like, the middle of the wall that was of magazines. And my thing is, I love books. That's where you get your love from. Yes. But listen, if I can't have books, you can't have books. But who told you you can't have books? Because I don't like things collecting dust. See, that's you. You can't have books. You just don't want to have books. No, 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 no. Because I'm not Oprah and I don't have my own private library. So I don't want books all over the place. I it love just, it. I love it. Yeah. Well, guess what? Amber has joined the Kindle crew. And guess what? Well, guess what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> when you move out, we're going to have all them books in a box, in a few boxes for you. I know. And then I'm you can have a line them up. You can make a fort with your books. In I your just want to okay? meditate with my books. I just want to live with Note me and to my self, books. Warren Jeremiah, the books are coming with her. <laughs> Hilarious. 
But anyways, yeah, I just want to... I want to thank you for putting me onto the Kindle because you know I was against it. Right. I mean, like you, I just love the feeling. And I'm sure you guys can relate too. There is nothing like the feeling of turning a page on a book. The way it smells. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they get like little grease spots on them. Oh my God, Am. (laughs) Another thing is... I will never allow Amber to borrow a book of mine until I have read it. Because the way she returns a book, it is, it's a sin. Because when I have a book, it's like I'm married to that book. So that book is everywhere with me. It sleeps with me. It's in my bed. It's in my bag. And sometimes I like to change purses throughout the week. Or sometimes I'm carrying another bag. It's at my job. It's everywhere with me. I like my books to look a certain way, and Amber just is not. I love everything vintage, so I like to make books vintage looking. Yeah, okay. So. (laughs) All right, back to alchemy. This is going to be difficult because we get off track (laughs) all the time. I know. But it's not even just because of this podcast. We're just just all over the place. (laughs) This is just us. All right, so what were we saying? So alchemy, yes, that yes. magical word. Okay, so life is more than going to work every day. Would you agree? It is. It's more than financial success. It's deep. It's really deep. It's more than advanced degrees, because you know, black women, we are the queen of advanced degrees. Hello, girl. I got most my educated. I got the my most doctrine. educated group in America. That is amazing. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you leave this earth when your physical body leaves this earth and I don't know I don't want to be buried but a lot of people like to be buried it's not gonna say girl she did that she got her MBA she got her doctrine degree it's not gonna say that so this it's not about that right do you notice that when you talk seriously you get into like Oprah mode and you're like yeah do um, it's that's deeper. me. That's it's me taking myself that. seriously. <laughs> I'm so silly. Like I have to play a ca- character know. to just you know be serious for a few minutes. So we're always seeking something better to fill the ego. I think that's just human nature. We um, we feel that things make us important. Titles make us important. You got the new Chanel bag. Yes, you got them Louboutins. Louboutin. Right. Christian Louboutin. You had to do that, right? <laughs> Anytime that I can do a French accent. Anyway, like I was saying, <laughs> we're always seeking something better to fill the ego. But life isn't about that. No. Life is actually a spiritual journey, an alchemical journey, right? Absolutely. And we're all spirits living a human experience. A hundred percent, Amber. Do you like how I said that? Yes. <laughs> and I like how you said Amber. Thank you. So... What we need to be doing is we need to seek the lessons in all experiences. We need to be healing. We need to be transforming. We need to be loving, growing, and evolving. Because as you said, we are all souls living a human experience. And life is about what? It's about alchemizing. And alchemizing is about love. Absolutely. Oof. Girl. We dropping gems, low key. We really are. So, and in- black women, we are the healers, right? Right. We're the nurturers. We are the givers of life. We're the lovers. We're the creators. We are the original alchemists. We are all, and we have this connectiveness with God, and that's why we're so magical. Right. But we've been riddled with 
so much trauma and pain and fear and it prevents us from alchemizing into gold it prevents us from living our best lives and it and it prevents us from seeing that we can live our best lives yeah. and i think that part of the trauma that's connected to that is we can't have great lives right. and there's a guilt behind it right you know when you see a girl and she has her degree or she's doing her thing she's taking a trip people are gonna hate on her. There's yeah. hate behind it. Be, right. Like as if she's not allowed to treat herself, as if she's not allowed to love herself. Why do people hate when black women or black people in general love themselves? It's a fear and it's intimidation. Right. You know? It is. So as far as us, BGA, Brown Girl Alchemy, it's, a calling, I believe. It's our purpose. And we just want to be a reminder and kind of hand you that ladder so that we can assist with this journey. Because we're on this journey. We're on this so journey. Why Let don't it we be all known. just go on this journey together? Exactly. Right? And I just want to make it clear that I love that you said we're on this journey together because this is not a master teacher class. No. No. Because I'm sure not a master. Yeah, I'm not a master. I feel like we're always students, and Absolutely. we never stop being a student. And the and you can be a teacher and still be a student. Exactly. Right. And part of our platform is to not only speak on our journey and live in our truth, but to also be listeners. What are you guys going through? What are What's your journey like? Right. You know, we're sharing our journey in hopes that you guys will be open and receptive and share yours as well with us right. and so that we can do this together. It's a brown girl alchemy is a collective consciousness. Absolutely. And you cannot heal what you don't, don't reveal. reveal. Word to so, hope. This isn't gonna be all pretty because I feel like this will be a perfect platform to really share and be open. And you know that I'm not the most open person. Right. But I do but want maybe to share this is some good experiences. For you. Yeah, I and think me so. too. I think so. And I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am because um, I think when we build a community of black women and we can all come together with a shared space There's so filled with much love power and positivity and have the intention of healing with each other and growing and evolving, I can't. I don't even know what will come of this. Are y'all ready? First of all, I want to know, are all y'all ready? Are y'all ready? <laughs> Why are you clapping your hands? <laughs> are y'all ready to take over the world? I've been ready. I stay ready. I stay strapped with readiness. Ooh. Bars. <laughs> Not. <laughs> you know what? All right. So in closing in alignment with this episode, we have a little quote that we wanted to share with you guys by Nikki Giovanni, and it is, we have a world to conquer, one person at a time, starting with ourselves. And basically, it's this journey begins with self, right? It does. So it's really easy to point the finger and tell someone what they need to change and talk about everything that's wrong with the world, and there's so many things that are, that are wrong. But let's be that light that we want to to feel. Project right. the light that you want to see. Ooh. Be the love that, that you, you want, want to, to receive. receive. Start with self. 
it all starts with self. And we also want to remind you guys that take a moment, take a minute out of the week, a minute of your day to do something for you. Yes. We serve others. We're lovers. Yes. We're sisters. Yes. We're daughters. We're wives. But what are you doing for you? And it doesn't mean that you have to go book a trip no. and ball out. Just take a second. Get a face moisturizer. That's my new thing. Oh, like, yeah. Like, take a half hour. Take five minutes and go in the shower and turn the steam on and wash your face and luxuriate and look in the mirror and love who you see, love what you see, and live in gratitude in every single moment. Live in gratitude. I think that that is the perfect way to end this. We got our first episode. It was amazing. I love sharing my energy. I love speaking I with you. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone, anyone in the world. Yes. <laughs> so we're smiling like time. two-year-olds right now. By the way, yes, we are. So till next time, um, just spread love, right? Spread love. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and that you were able to connect with us through some of the things that we've shared. The olive branch has definitely been extended and we'd love to continue the dialogue. So please engage with us and share your feedback, suggestions, likes, tell your sister, give us some positive energy. You can use the hashtag BGA podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at browngirlalchemy.com at browngirlalchemy and at Janelle underscore one, that's J-E-A-N-N-E-L-L underscore one. Till next time, brown girls, we see you.